Love's all you need. Yeah. Now, I was thinking about uh, America loves reality TV. How many of you watch reality shows of any sort? So, I mean, there are all kinds of reality TV shows. Most of them are anything but reality, okay? But uh, Survivor, the latest one, uh, they've got two more episodes in to, to win that. How many of you watch Survivor, by the way? All right, all right. Now, to win uh, contestants, they have to outwit, outplay, and outlast. That's, that's kind of their uh, commercial slogan. But it is a battle of wills. It's a test of endurance, a fight to the finish. Uh, participants uh, that are in the contest, they, they sacrifice comfort, sleep, convenience. They, they face an array of, of hardships. It's really not for the weak or, or the faint-hearted. But here's, here's the trivia question. We'll see if we're paying attention today. What is the name of the oldest, longest-running, reality-based survival contest in America? Anybody? Motherhood. <laughs> now, today what I want to do, I want to speak to, to moms. Uh, I want to talk about how to survive. How to survive motherhood because uh, it has a lot of lot of challenges and I want to look at some strategies that I believe will help you win uh, as a mom you know moms when when you find yourself in the reality of motherhood you need to remember God loves you I mean all you need sometimes you just need God's love and I know that uh, Mother's Day for many of you it's a good day you're happily married, you have children, you love them, they love you, you know, your mother, mother's well, she, you love her, and so Mother's Day is a good day for you. But I'm also very aware that for many, Mother's Day is very difficult. I mean, some of you don't have kids because you're, you're not married, and Mother's Day kind of reminds you of what your marital status is. And others are married, but you don't have kids. Some of you have chosen to not have kids, and that's fine. But some of you have not been able to have kids, and that's not okay with you. And so this is a difficult day. I know that some here today are in difficult marriages, and that things are fragile at the very best. Some of you, perhaps, are, are stepmoms, and it's not easy sometimes. Maybe you're a single mom. Maybe you're a divorced mom. And the fact is, it's hard, it's lonely, and it's tough. Some of you, as David uh, was praying, uh, giving Thanksgiving, have lost moms. And so I know that when Mother's Day rolls around, it reminds you of that big loss. It reminds you that you've got a hole in your heart. So the fact is, for mothers, for some of you, this is a tough day. It's just a tough day. Now, regardless of where you are on that spectrum, no matter what your situation is, every mom has hard days. Being a mom is not easy. There are days that, that you feel like you've blown it. There are days when you step over the edge, you, you make terrible decisions, and you're fully aware of it. There are times of regret. There are times you feel like a failure. 
There are times when you feel alone. In fact, you feel like there's nobody else around. And here's what I want you to know today. You're not alone. You're not alone. When those times come, and they do, you need to remember you are loved by God. You're loved by God. Those times when you feel alone, when you feel unlovable, you need to know that God loves you. God never stops loving you. I love the passage in Isaiah. It says, and the mountains and hills may crumble. The world may fall apart. But God says, my love for you will never end. I will keep forever my promise of peace. So says the Lord who, what? Loves you. Loves you. In those times, in those difficult times, those times when you feel like you're a failure, I want to challenge you to remember that God loves you. God never stops. You know, even when the tribal council votes against you, even when they vote you off the island, God still loves you. I love what the Apostle Paul, he was talking about how great God's love is. He says, for I'm convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor depths, nor anything in all creation, everything will be able to separate you. None of it will. From the love of God, which is ours in Christ Jesus our Lord. I mean, talk about a powerful passage. If you don't get anything else this morning, I want you to remember God loves you. God loves you, and that is all you need sometimes to get through whatever it is. Just remember that. It will get you through the hard days. It will get you through the challenges. It will get you through the frustrations. All you need is love, God's love, God's love. Now, here's a second strategy I would lift up, and this isn't just for moms. So, guys, kids, listen up here. This is for the whole tribe. You know, this is for the whole family. If you want your mom, if you want the mother of your children to thrive, you have to value her through appreciation. I was talking, it was a while back, but I was talking to a, a mom. She's got young, young kids. And she was kind of choked up. And she said, I just wish that my kids would appreciate everything that I do for them. And I said, you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till they're teenagers. <laughs> I didn't say that, by the way, but I thought it. <laughs> I mean, that, that's true. If you have small kids, you can change diapers. You can give them a bath. You can do all the laundry. You can play Candyland all afternoon. You can read The Very Hungry Caterpillar. I did not get that book, by the way. But you can read it for the hundredth time. And preschoolers and young children do not very frequently walk up and go, Hey, Mom, just wanted you to know you're doing a fantastic job raising me. Thank you. I appreciate it. And as kids get older, it doesn't change a whole lot. It is rare that a teenager will come up and tell you what a fantastic job you're doing as a parent. 
In fact, if you talk to teenagers and listen to them, you will get the sense very quickly that you are out of touch. You are out of date. You're over-controlling. Generally, you're just not very cool. Which is why, and hear this, you cannot let what your children think affect your self-esteem and you can't keep it from, from you being the parent and doing the right thing and doing what God calls you to do. See, appreciation, we all want it. In fact, we all need it. We need it to survive emotionally. It is how we are wired. God made us that way. You know, Proverbs, it says, anxious hearts are very heavy, but a word of encouragement does wonders. Words of encouragement. You know, they will help us not only survive, but I think they help us thrive as parents. You know, words of encouragement, we need to be saying them. We need to say them with love, love, love. And over and over again, we need to share those words with the moms. You know, according to Webster Dictionary, if you look up appreciation, it is defined as an expression of admiration, approval, gratitude. You know, many moms, I think, wonder on a daily basis, does my family appreciate me? Husbands, kids, teens, Somebody get the teenager's attention that's next to you. One of the greatest gifts that you can give your wife, that you can give your your mom, it is the gift of sincere, genuine, continual appreciation. You need to do it. You need to do it on a regular basis. It is emotional fuel. It is essential for the journey of motherhood. It is what will give staying power through the tough times. Regular words of encouragement, affirmation, appreciation, and you need to say it with love, a lot of love. Book of Proverbs, it it is a great book. Those of you who haven't got, got your Bible open lately, it is a great book to turn to. It's easy to read. It's got a lot of practical advice for, for living very skillfully in life. But the last chapter in the book of Proverbs is chapter 31. And it is a detailed description of an amazing woman. I mean, she is described as this wonderful housemaker, and it goes for verse after verse of how she cares for the home, and she's a smart businesswoman. And I have heard many Mother's Day messages based on that passage. That mom's lifted up kind of as a model that we're to strive toward to be the ideal wife, the ideal mom. But here's what I think. I think that leaves a lot of moms kind of reeling when they hear about that woman because the bar is so high that I think a lot of moms hearing that go, I I can't live up to that. But there's a phrase, and David alluded to it earlier. It's near the end uh, of the chapter. It's often overlooked. And I think it's the key. 
I think it's the key. It says this, this woman, this wonderful mom, this extraordinary businesswoman, it says her children showed her appreciation and her husband praises her. You know, part of the reason she's so amazing, I, I believe, is because her family appreciates her and values her, who she is. They do it on a regular basis. And so, dads, husbands, if you want that Proverbs 31, that amazing woman, you need to be a Proverbs 31 dad. You need to be that kind of husband that appreciates. You know, if you want, kids, you want a Proverbs 31 mom, that amazing mom, you need to be a Proverbs 31 family. Show her appreciation. Say it with love, 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 and say it again. You know, if, if you could uh, see, I think, through the eyes of, of your mom, those words would roll off your tongue so easy because you'd realize she sees things very, very different. And, uh, in fact, watch, watch this video here. Are you... For all the moms that saw that masterpiece, you just weren't sure what it was, you know. For the moms that have sat on cold, hard benches so you could see your children play. You know, for moms that lost their sleep because they were caring for a sick child, or the moms that stayed up late at night, waited for that teenager to get home, be in for the night. I think about the moms that uh, protected their family and they fled in the middle of the night in Syria, Myanmar. You know, I think about those that had the courage to walk out of an abusive relationship. You know, for moms that gave birth, and they realized that they couldn't provide what was necessary for whatever reason. But they allowed someone else to raise that child, to adopt that child. And for the moms that took those kids in, made them their very own. You know, for the mom that read that story for the hundredth time, drove for the carpool, made cookies, said those words of encouragement. You know, for moms that have lost children to sickness, tragedies, shootings. You know, for that mom that yelled in the middle of the store, kind of messed up. For the mom that showed up at work, exhausted, stains on their clothes. Moms, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Dads, husbands, kids, teens, Church, we need to express appreciation, we need to express it often, and we need to express it regularly and with a lot of love, a lot of love. Here's third strategy. Moms, let go of the super mom myth. Look up in the air. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's super mom. I mean... Those who don't know that's from Superman. Some of the younger ones, they're going, huh? Yeah. But Supermom, I mean, it is a woman that is able to do more than leap over tall buildings. 
You know, a super mom thinks she can work a full-time job, maybe be employee of the year, chair the PTO, attend all of her kids' activities, be a fabulous cook, a great housekeeper, always look good. And you know what we call those kind of moms? They're superheroes because they're fictional. They don't exist. You know, it's like the, the mom that went to the counselor. She, she said, I don't know what's wrong with me. You know, I'm exhausted. I'm depressed. I'm stressed. I'm angry. I'm irritable. You know, what's wrong with me, doctor? And after about an hour of listening to, to all of this, he finally said, well, you give 50% of your time and energy to your kids. You give 50% of your time and energy to your husband. You give 50% of your time and energy to your job. I think I see the problem. Now, friends, it's a war. It is a tug-of-war. It is a tug-of-war because moms across this country are trying to figure out what it means to be a mom in our society and in our day and age. It is tough. You know, what should I do? You know, what's right? What's wrong? How should things, things happen? And I believe as these moms are trying to deal with all of these demands, I mean, there are a lot of demands. It is an infinitely important job. But you only have a finite amount of time and energy. And that's the problem. I saw a Mother's Day card uh, this year that uh, had the definition of, of motherhood. It said it's uh, the activity that offers all the delight of running a hotel, a restaurant, a school, and a taxi service. With none of the worry of having to collect and spend a salary. Motherhood's a full-time job. Moms, you can't do it all. You can't do it all. I, I believe if, if motherhood was easy, it wouldn't have started with a thing called labor, you know? Mm. Being a mom's a struggle. It is a struggle. It's a struggle trying to balance your, your time, trying to balance your priorities. It's a struggle when you realize you can't do it all. It's a struggle with, with guilt. It's, it's complicated. I've got a friend that's a psychologist, and uh, we were talking on this topic uh, years ago, and he said, show me a woman that doesn't feel guilt. And he said, I'll show you a man. You know. Now, look, I'm, I'm no expert. But there are a few things I have learned in 30-plus years of ministry. One, the Bible does not prescribe a one-size-fits-all for moms. You know, there, there's not one ideal mom, and you go, okay, that's what I need to strive for. There are all kinds of moms found in Scripture Again, being a mom, it's complicated. It's complicated. And something else I've learned, and we talked about it a second ago, but there are no super moms. I mean, that super mom that you meet at the PTO or the store or your next door neighbor or at the office, she's not a super mom. They don't exist. The, in fact, I think part of the problem is when we try and strive for that, it's not realistic, it's not healthy. And the bottom line, it's not possible. You cannot do it all. You can't do it all. 
And here's something else I've learned. There are no perfect moms. Now, I've got to say sorry to my mom. She's going to watch this tomorrow, and she's going to hear those words come from me. But you know what? I've got a great mom, but even she's not perfect. You will make decisions that you wish you hadn't. You'll lose it once in a while. You will say the wrong thing. You will do the wrong thing. You will make mistakes along the way. Why? Because you're human. But let me challenge you to do this. Do it all with love. Love, love. Just do it all that way. Make sure that you love. I love uh, the scripture. First Peter, it says, Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Again, I'm not a mom. I do not pretend to fully understand all, all the pressures, the challenges, the sacrifice of being a mom. I don't know a lot, but I know this. I know this. The most important thing to figure out as a mom is not to figure out what everybody else's expectations are for you, but it's to listen to God. It's to listen to God and figure out what God wants you to do, who God wants you to be, who God created you to be. You know, Solomon, he's considered one of the smartest men to ever walk the planet. And he he writes this, he says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Moms, never rely on what you think you know. Remember the Lord in everything you do, and he will show you the right way. You don't have to be super mom. You just have to be who God created you to be. To trust God. To seek God's will in your life. And when you do that, God will guide you. God will show you the right way. God will show you the God-honoring way. Final strategy. I believe if you really want to thrive, you have to stay focused on the ultimate reward. That ultimate reward is apparent. You know, on the reality shows, the, the reward is like a million dollars. You know, fame and fortune. And they lift that up, and that's what you're trying to win. But I believe the ultimate reward for a surviving, thriving mom is you get to make a difference in your kid's life. You get to make a difference in their eternity. And friends, you can't put a price on that one. You can't. In fact, moms, 100 years from now, it will not matter to you what kind of house you lived in, how nice you kept your house. It won't matter to you what stuff you had or didn't have. It won't matter to you that you made Martha Stewart look like a lightweight. It won't matter to you that you were the sexiest woman at the class reunion. A hundred years from now, what will matter is the difference you made in your children's lives. How you marked their lives for, for God and for eternity. And so I just want to say to all of our moms here, you matter. You make a difference. You make eternal difference in your kids' lives. 
You know, you make a difference when you invest yourself in your children. They, I, I think moms intuitively know that mothering matters. You know, today makes a difference tomorrow. You know, God has uniquely positioned you to be the most influential person in your child's life. You will mark them. You will set them on a trajectory. And it is life-defining. You know, those conversations in the car when you're going between activities, they matter. You know, those bedside chats make a difference. Those notes that you put in their sack of lunch or in their backpack, they matter. You know, when you help your kid with their homework and you don't have a clue what you're doing, it matters. When you bring your children to church, when you read the Bible with them, when you pray with them, it matters. You are making an investment in their life. It's an investment that will be felt for generations. You know, when, when God wants to do something great in the world, you know, he doesn't send a windstorm, doesn't send an earthquake, he doesn't send fire. He sends a child. But get this, before God sends that child, God looks around and he finds a mother to be the mother of that child. To love, love, love that child. You know, when God needed a a Moses, he found a little Hebrew slave girl. She was living on the banks of the Nile. Her name was Jochebed. You know, when God needed Abraham Lincoln, he found a poor, illiterate Virginia girl named Nancy Hanks to be his mother. God needed Martin Luther King. He reached down and he found a poor preacher's daughter, Alberta Williams, to mother him. You know, when God needed Mother Teresa, he found a young, destitute Albanian woman by the name of Nicole Boyaju so that she could be raised. And when God needed a savior for this world, found a little Jewish girl named Mary to be the mother of his son. Friend, God chose you. He chooses women like you, ordinary, average, but he chose you to do something extraordinary in and through you. He chose you to make a difference in the world through you. God chose you to be the mother of the children that you have. Maybe you don't biologically have kids, but it may be the kid across the street that you've become mom to. Your children need you. Your children need your guidance. They need your protection. They need your words of encouragement. They need your love, love, love. Focus on what's important. Focus on that ultimate, ultimate goal. You know, I remember uh, Stacy, our oldest daughter, uh, she, she was pregnant with our first grandchild. We've got four of them now, but... Uh, it was the big day that we're going to find out if it was a girl or a boy. And Cindy was with Stacy, and the, the nurse told her it was a boy. Stacy was hoping for a girl. 
she told Cindy, and she was in tears. She goes, I don't know what to do with a boy. And Cindy told her she didn't know either, but that they'd figure it out. And they, they told me the story, and I told Stacy, I said, honey, you don't know what to do with a girl either. So, you know, you'll figure it out. Turned out it was a girl. It was our first granddaughter, Isabella. But here's the deal. You're not going to be perfect. You don't know it all. You figure it out uh, along the way. But you need to remember that God chose you to be the mother of your children. You not only can survive, you can thrive as a mom. If you remember that God loves you, if your family, your husband, your kids, you need to know, even though they don't say it, maybe as often as they should, you're appreciated. You don't have to be super mom. In fact, I'll just tell you, you will make mistakes. You will. But you just strive. You strive to be the woman God created you to be. God called you to be. Don't try and be someone else. And remember what's important. Remember what's important, pointing your children toward God. You know, you need to know you're making a difference, an eternal difference in in your kids. Let's bow in a word of prayer together. Our holy God, we praise you for all the moms here. God, I pray that uh, they would just know how much they're loved, how much they're appreciated. God, I know there there are those of us that uh, here today that they've lost lost their moms. God, I pray that. Uh, through your Holy Spirit, they'd just whisper praise that they would take time out today to just thank their mom. To just lift that voice and say, you know what, I was blessed. I was blessed. God, those things that uh, aren't so perfect, that we just lay those aside, let them go. God, I pray that... Uh, Every one of us would um, just take time out today to say thank you, but not just today, but every day. God, we thank you for mothers. We thank you for the wonderful ways they've left their fingerprints all over our lives. And we give you the glory this day. Amen. Now, we're going to close things a little little bit different uh, this morning. Uh, they're going to come out and set up. Everybody just stay seated. We're, we're creatures of habit here. And what happens is you go, okay, time to stand up, time to sit down and stay seated. So stay seated. And uh, we want this to just be a, uh, a gift to, to our moms and um, allow, allow God just to speak, speak through the music this morning.
May God bless you with this.